0: Hi, you're watching Society Secret by RPG. RPG is Rescue Party Give, and we are actually out there to help other nonprofits on the front line raise awareness of what they're doing to fight against human trafficking. So today, I just want to introduce you to a good friend of mine and colleague. Um, So Susan Hamilton, she is the CEO and founder of Offbeat Business Media, and she's here today with me. And so she is going to join me in this conversation about human trafficking and kind of just some of the things that we've been doing. Um, In particular, she's wearing one of our shirts, You Are Not Alone. (laughs) So
1: important. You're doing some really great work here, Jennifer.
0: Thank you, Susan.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. I mean, what... With the OBBM network, we're focused on getting your messages out in front of the business community. And Mm -hmm. that's super, super important, as you know, and as you described and you've you've spoken before on. uh, Wow, the the business community is actually impacted a lot by this, whether this is going on around around your locale. Yeah. Whether or not this is you're dealing with the employment side, and and actually that I think is is probably a really really important uh, piece for us to consider these days because I think the business community is unprepared to hire people that have come in from come from broken backgrounds and they need that support and uh, I think it's probably time to be a little sensitive about that.
0: Absolutely, but you know I'm going to share with you too my background so a little bit about that. So I have been always in the corporate and travel meeting industry background. So, And I managed travel. So with that said, I've seen a lot of things going on um, that are unfortunate in our world, right? How large corporations, what their positions are on the issues and topics of human trafficking. Many of them just look at, they all have policies out there recently about slave labor and, Mm -hmm. and forced labor, that they don't have any of that. And that's great, but they don't actually address the issues of human trafficking. I have been doing this for about I'd say 14 years now, um, trying to raise awareness in the corporate arena about what has been going on. And it's unfortunate that um, it's, it's just it's easily not seen. And, and for the same thing, I didn't even realize that I had seen it years ago um, when I went to Thailand on a trip to Thailand. One of the hotels had taken me around to just show me, you know, just took us to a tourist area. And it was where all the young girls were being sold. And I remember just being so uncomfortable and I looked the other way. And you know what, now I can't look the other way anymore. I've just gotten myself involved. Um, It's more from a family perspective. My brother-in-law 14 years ago took his whole family to Bolivia to fight against child violence. Mm. And when he did that, I started to realize, wait, there's something more going on in the world.
1: No, every time you speak on these issues, when, whenever you come to, to DFW and you're speaking, uh, you, you really bring some interesting people with you. We've had people come in from hotel chains that are standing up going, hey, this is going on here. And, and what you're saying, and, and kind of a roundabout way because it's hard to just say it, but the human traffickers make corporations money. Oh, yeah. And so this is, this is the thing, right? It's like, where do you stand on this? Yeah, you may not be using them to make your sneakers or your t-shirts, but let's just see uh, if you're willing to recognize when so much money is being thrown your way through this industry so that attention isn't brought to this area. And- You've really got great presentations out there, and I would urge anybody to go listen to – have Jennifer come speak to your organization and share these things because uh, it's very eye-opening. Yeah. Well, thank you. And you know what was really amazing this year
0: was we went to – work. we supported University of Texas Dallas. Um, Eighty students were actually – supporting us, the nonprofit, and actually like helping us beef up our awareness level, right? Mm -hmm. So what do we have to do with our website? What do we have to do for social media and things like that? So we worked with 80 students and, you know, I actually, when talking to them, which was really interesting, was highlighting to them that, you know, how much are you aware of this topic, right? And so that was really 80, out of 80 students. And I said, you know, on a scale of one to 10, where are you with this? You know, what you know about what's happening? And with one, you don't know anything. To 10, you might know actually someone who had been trafficked. Um, And so really the numbers came in really low. They, the students were like, wow, this was so well, eye opening. Part of you. it, Jennifer,
1: is a very sexualized um, atmosphere out there. And a lot of people don't even realize. As a matter of fact, the best traffickers out there got you thinking, you're a big girl. And you're doing this out of your own volition. Uh, and anybody that's trying to stop you from behaving like this, well, they just are taking away your adulthood and the special relationship you get to have. And, you know, so our young people, I think, are in significant danger with that. Uh, because it's so so common that um you know in, in high school i remember um uh, i interviewed sandy storm with deliver Fund, and she was talking about how it's early as high school taking people home to there's just one house everybody had kind of hung out and skipped school and this is where they behaved like that and it was just the kind of a normal thing well the sad thing is this is The statistic, ah,
0: can't talk, the statistic, (laughs) right? The average age of a young child that gets caught in human trafficking is 12 years old in America, right? So when you hear that, and and like you said, society doesn't think about what they're doing to create vulnerability Mm -hmm. in individuals and women and what they think. Like, so one in four women will be sexually assaulted in their lifetime. I recently just met with a group of us and there was four women in this group. And one of the guys, when I brought up that statistic, he said, Okay, you four, what about you? How many of you have been assaulted? And three out of the four were assaulted. So that statistic was also like, the other woman looked at me going, we blew that statistic out of the water. Wow, wow, wow. And yeah. you know, for me, what I share, and maybe why I'm drawn to fighting this issue was when I was three years old, I was sexually assaulted. Yeah. And um, I was very fortunate because my mother actually found me. And it was my 14-year-old neighbor. You know, he lured me and I still remember that. I remember the shame of being that little and being lured by, like my husband always talks about me being lured by anything shiny and silver, And that, that boy lured me to, into his home with a quarter. Wow. I remember that. I remember like just being that trusting. And I, I find that to be something that a child right at that age is very, you know, innocent and yeah. things like that. And then to think that this is happening right now, that young children are being assaulted.
1: Well, there was a story as a matter of fact, there's, there's kids books out now that are really a beautiful way to, uh, share the danger zone with kids of every single, um, age group and I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure you have that connection because I think it'll be really fabulous for you. But truly something as simple as your neighbor has a bunch of has puppies and the whole family can go over, everybody can go over and, and and check out the puppies. Oh but my mommy won't let me have a puppy. Well I'll keep one here just for you. And you start developing a trust and developing a relationship. well that you know we can see how that would work for a young child, but those vulnerabilities are definitely there on the internet uh, when it's so when the common Thing for young people is our nude text, right? The, and they don't even realize how dangerous that can be for their own. That act that actually means something legally, right. <laughs> and that's a very, very dangerous thing to be so common for kids as young as ten already. Um, right. that, that's a, there's a, some bullying involved in that. The girls aren't necessarily wanting to do that. Um, you know, we've got. and and as you pointed out many times it's not just the trafficking itself it's the appetite it is the supply but it is the demand and when everything is so sexualized uh, specifically even now I can speak to that the K-12 arena and what what on earth are we talking about this type of these these um, just the whole sexual conversation at very very young ages and I think it's there to confuse children I think it's part of a very very big program going on right now that is Dangerous for our world and dangerous for our youth to not realize where's the innocence, where's the ability to be naive in some of these areas.
0: I think the um, one of the things that I share and on our website, we have it on there. There's a there's a video that I made all the college students watch and it was called Raised on Porn. Yeah. And it's by Exodus Cry. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's enlightening yeah. because what it is is how pornography actually, you know, and I think from a child, like a lot of adults that I talk to, they're like, no, porno- there's nothing wrong with that but with a child's mind watching pornography, it actually switches the brain. It is scientifically known to switch the brain, and that is why there's situations of more violence and things like that as these these boys go into manhood. And it's not about having a relationship with someone. It is the power, it's the trip that's going on. So we're gonna go ahead and take a break right now, and we'll be right back.
1: Interested in starting a podcast or TV show? Worried about what you'll say and how to keep it engaging? Think you'd like to be a guest on podcast, radio, or TV shows? Hi, I'm Susan Hamilton, owner and founder of OBBM Network, and I would like to invite you to an OBBM media training to get the tools you need for a relaxed and polished performance you'll be proud to share. Our specialized training techniques include role play, voice training, and everything you need to deliver a confident, clear, and engaging interaction. Go to offbeatbusiness.com, go to the calendar and register for a training that's convenient for you. Dates available now, 214-714-0495. 90% of
0: news outlets in the United States are controlled by six corporations. They're not out to tell you the truth of what's happening. They're out to tell you the picture of the world that they represent. The mission of the Epic Times is to chase the truth, to ground all statements and facts, and prevent people from being misled. This is a battle, a battle between truth and deceit. Subscribe today and
1: join the Americans who are seeking truth and tradition. We'd love to have you on board.
0: So you're watching Society Secret by RPG, and I am with Susan Hamilton with OBBM Network. Hey, so let's pick up where we were. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about human trafficking is big
1: business. Oh right? my gosh, it's big business. You know, it's the it's the number one industry in the world, and right under that is credit. Isn't that crazy? And then right under that is pharmacology and right under that is the prison system. And as these things, as we, I think everybody prayed in in 2019 because 2020 was coming up. I think it's the first time probably since the Tower of Babel that everybody in the entire world prayed for the same thing and were of the same accord. Lord, give me vision. And when we got vision, what we saw was they are hurting our children. The plans are in place to uh, factory move the children. P- women are specifically getting impregnated for these children. The level of human trafficking that's been going on right under our nose in our communities and all around us is so so bad. If it is that bad, Jennifer, think about that. Is that your city council? Is that your school board? You're darn tooting it. Is is that your local corporations? Yeah. So when when I'm talking to local business owners, I'm telling you, don't tell me you don't have any time to get involved in what's going on with your school board and what's going on with your school because if you are not there things are they're they're literally teaching your kids to uh, approve of over sexualization at a very young age
0: absolutely i think of the protection of your family right that's what i think of rescue party give i think that we are set up to and poised to be able to help others, families educate the community and raise that awareness. Um, I look at the situation of these children that are out there that are so vulnerable with social media. You know what they're looking at, mm-hmm. TikTok, and and what they're posting, and what and who's finding them? Who's actually watching? what they're posting out there. Because
1: you talk about the lure. You mentioned in the earlier set that you you remember the lure and you were three and it was a shiny quarter. The lure today is often digital because your kids are spending all their time – And adults are so. We're spending our time like this with this digital mainframe right in front of your face, and it and it causes us. We could have a bunch of people in a room and be so disconnected. We're together and separated, you know. And so we're not paying really close attention, and we're allowing these these things just to teach our kids. And when you start looking at some of the some of what comes up under Lego under YouTube Kids, wait a minute, what are those Legos doing? Surprise, surprise, it's not all good. You know, you start looking at some, some, you start recognizing the kids are playing with dolls and, and it looks just fine because there's hands and there's dolls and they're doing things. But you know, those are very adult themes. Yeah. that these kids are, that are being played out from video games. So you get this used to it. And I think what that does also for adults is, well, I guess that's just part of, oh, just turn that off. You know, you don't realize the horror of, wait a minute, what brain was behind that? How many, how many toys came out of Mattel and out of all of those things just over the last two years that we were all on Messenger sharing with each other, look at this toy? Uh Look where you have to touch that toy to make a change and it giggles, right? I mean, you've seen these. I mean, (laughs) you you can just tell you you put these toys in water and now they come back up out of the water and they're in lingerie. What? Right? And things that you just don't pay attention to that are right under your nose. So we've first and foremost, we've just got a super sexualized um, uh, community and lifestyle and way of just kind of, and because we're so exposed to it, you're you're numb to it really and so maybe you're not we're not paying attention and i agree with you jennifer that you said we can stop it and
0: i we have have to stop it i agree (laughs) that we
1: can you know you don't take down goliath if you think you can't you've got to look at this big monster and go you know what you are not too big for my god we can Mm -hmm. take this thing down but it is going to take that show of strength and that locking arms to make a difference so this community can see us this is a serious serious challenge
0: And Susan, that's why I know to connect with you. I've just felt a connection to you for a long time, but I love what you're doing with the OBVM network and what you're highlighting out there. I knew that you would be a voice in the community to be able to share what is happening, whether it is on the situation of topic of human trafficking to all these other issues that are going on that are affecting families out there and businesses well
1: you know you and i were both on that remember the the really amazing interview that we did on the obbm business roundtable with treasured vessels trisha bush and we were talking about you know you if you think you can just deal with a human if you you see something right and you want to react because that's your guts your guts go wait a minute i see that it's clear as day danger 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 all your ringers are going off and you can't do something like you want to because you could put somebody else in so much danger. And often the victim will go along with the perpetrator. Right. Right. There is a, there is a a
0: situation like there are things that have happened to me in my work that I've seen this certain situations. And, you know, even as much as I know what, you know, what to do, I've been studying this issue of human trafficking. There's still times when you're like, hot off guard and you don't even like know how to react. I did something that I thought I could go to the hotel. I was staying in a hotel and I heard just something going on next door and it just, it, it didn't sound good. It sounded like someone was beating another person. And I thought naively, I went to the hotel directly to call and get help. And, and I just reported a disturbance. What they did, they knocked on the door and said, Hey, there's a, we were told there was a disturbance here. And I thought to myself, great. I'm now vulnerable in a situation when I should have, and I've learned this later, I should have called nine one one um you know again, how not you know how to be prepared, but how to know to be a, a good citizen and and also not just worry about what is the reputation of the company because that's what they're worried about. Mm-hmm. They didn't want the police to come to their location, and so they tr- decided to
1: try and to handle it and somebody paid for the room. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, when it comes down to it, there's money to be had here of on course. the side of the business, and unfortunately, a lot of that does land in the hospitality industry. That's not the only industry where you're going to have that problem. Right. But you you certainly can start seeing where you connect the dots on that, and um, yeah. So nine one one, you know, really calling a, a pol- the police department to work on that and and deliver fund is very straightforward and making sure we are aware. They're the ones that have to document it. They're the ones that have to, to arrest. They're the ones that can make that immediate difference. Right. Well, yeah, the police. I mean, they have to be the ones that They have call. to be the ones that do it. Yeah.
0: So, I, I, you know, when you brought that up, I also thought of, like, Pretty Woman, right? Because of the travel industry that I belong to, and I think about that movie that was out there for so long that just glamorized prostitution. And it caused a situation, I think even within the hotel industry, like I know it today. I mean, I talk to people in the sales organization all the time about what's going on, what's happening. And the same thing when you said the money, no one wants to accuse their customer of doing something nefarious. Hey, so Susan, I just want to thank you so much for being here for me and being here on this show, because it's been amazing what you share and your knowledge. And so what you're doing is amazing to me. So you've been watching... Society Secret by RPG. Thank you all and see you next time. Society Secret podcast is sponsored by RPG. RPG stands for Rescue Party Give. We create awareness campaigns for local nonprofits working to end human trafficking all over the nation. Society Secret podcast is on the OBVM Network podcasts and you can find us on all major directories. To support Society Secret and RPG, go to rescuepartygive.org. And connect with me, Jennifer Keltner, at LinkedIn. Thank you for watching, and we'll see you next time.